what's going on welcome to strange talk with doc we're gonna get to this i am really pissed off i am tired of all these fucking mass shootings i don't care if it's kids doing it i don't care if it's incels doing it i don't care if it's adults doing it i don't give a fuck about your race your nationality or your religion you are a coward you are a punk you're a weak ass bitch piece of shit and that's the bottom line when you use people as targets who have no chance, no opportunity to protect themselves, you are the lowest of the low. And everybody needs to start calling these people out. Fuck the mental health shit. Fuck all of that. Oh, life is hard on everybody who allows life to be super hard on them. There are ways and means to get out of almost any situation that you may be in. I don't care if you're a drug addict, there's rehabilitation centers, there's self-discipline, there's control. I don't care if you have mental health, there's medicine, there are people to talk to. You might have people who direly love you in your life, and you're ignoring them because you want to be caught up in your minutia of bullshit. These are real live human beings you are not a fisherman if you go down to the banks of a river with a boat and an automatic weapon and just shoot the fish and then take the bullet ridden carcasses of these fish and place them in your boat yeah maybe you might eat but you're no fisherman and we need to have groups of people that these people respect actually call them out on this and say this is nonsense you must stop this is not the way to go about it. You want to be a warrior? We almost always have conflict with some country. Join the military. Become a cop. Become a special forces person. Because that's what amazes me. These kids, these adults, they want to run around in military uniforms that they've never worn and served. But to do dastardly acts, they don't mind donning the colors. To go out there and slaughter children, children, people at churches, people at grocery stores. This has been going on for way too long. And this is a bipartisan issue. This is not a Republican or Democrat because they're all sitting on their fucking hands when it comes to this. Nobody's really doing anything to stop this. I am not anti-gun, but I'm anti-gun in the hands of lunatics. I'm anti-gun in the hands of a person who would do a drive-by. I'm anti-gun in anybody. Because if you notice, none of these cowards ever have ran into a police station. And that's not what I'm saying they should do. None of them, for the most part, have ever ran onto a military base where there are other armed, trained people who may do battle with them. They want nobody to be able to defend themselves against them so that they can do their wickedness and their evil. And that's what it comes down to. And then those of you who sit back and listen to anybody tell you that they have an idea of doing something like this, fuck snitches, get stitches. This is not about this. This is about being a hero, saving some lives, innocent people's lives. See, here's the thing. Do they go after the people that they even really hate? No, they go after other people who are easier targets. They sit out, they track, they hunt, they do recon on innocent people who don't know that reconnaissance is even being done on them. 
Now, if you're a dope dealer, you're in a cartel, you're a gangbanger, you know that certain things come with your lifestyle. That's understood. We all understand that. But if you are Miss Jane America and you just need to pick up some milk and then you want to go to church service and pray, you're not expecting this in your life. So they are cowards. They are punks. They're weak-ass bitches and pieces of shit. And you know what? I challenge any other podcast or news group or anybody who listens to me to spread this message. Spread this message that they are weak, that they won't be martyrdom. They won't be looked at as heroes. They won't be looked at in a good light. And not just that, they destroyed the surviving members of their families' lives also. Maybe they don't care. This fucking uh, Salvador Ramos has a sister in the United States Navy. She can no longer really serve in the United States Navy. She might not have been bothering anybody. She might not have known what he was up to. But how does she get back into active duty after she comes home from taking care of her grandmother, who was also shot by this beast? Who wants to serve with her? Because they're going to think birds of a feather. So you make people in your family who were going about their lives, but see, only if they're innocent and didn't know your intentions. If you never discussed what you might possibly do. If they never helped you obtain weaponry, gave you money to purchase a gun or bullets. When they know that you're not stable. If they are innocent, they need to be saved from you too. So it's time for people to all be responsible and do what needs to be done to squash this so that the masses do not suffer for the few. I know that this is not everybody, and this is not everybody's mindset, but this is way too many. We're talking about less than two weeks. We might be up to six or seven mass shootings, and I am talking about the numbers are over 10 in each shooting. Like I said, I don't care if it's because of lunatics. I don't care if it's because of gangsterism. The shit's got to stop. We have to be able to leave our homes, safely go where we want to go, and return back to our loved ones in one piece without any hot blue steel touching our flesh. So I, that being said, I'm going to move on now. So the gunman, Salvador Ramos, this piece of garbage, he shoots up the Rob Elementary School in Texas. He kills 19 students, two adults. Um, he shoots his grandmother. Greg Abbott, the police department in Uvalde, is out of control. Uh, it seems like they're full of cowards. There's a lot of lies coming out of there. There was no school resource officer on the scene. United States of America, we can afford to send $40 billion, $200 million, $300 million to Ukraine over and over again. We can't afford to make a budget that every fucking school, junior high school, public school, and high school at least has an officer on duty. We can't afford to do that, but we can send to other countries. That is out of control. And I blame the Senate. The Senate doesn't give a fuck about any of us. We're just like ants to them. As long as they do what they do, they get what they want. They become more famous. They get more tweets, more likes, more dislikes, whatever. They don't care. Because it's now celebrity status trumps everything. 
And I just used that name as a name. I didn't mean to use him as an example because he's nobody to me. Then on top of it, Joe Garcia, the husband's of one of the teachers, 50-year-old man. I guess his heart just broke. The pressure, the stress, the excitement, the adrenaline. He dies tragically and abruptly of a heart attack. So rest in peace to you and rest in peace to those children and those two teachers. Uh, and if that grandmother, I hope her, a speedy recovery. But please, Grandma, don't have been involved with helping him in any way, shape, or form. Because those who help these people must be prosecuted also. Bo Hopkins, an actor, you know, mostly known for the Midnight Express and American Graffiti. He died at the age of 80. Ronnie Hall Hawkins, he was a big-time rockabilly singer. He mentored the band. Robbie Robinson in the band, he died at the age of 87. And Ray Liotta from Goodfellas, among a lot of other things, with his sinister-ass funny smile and laugh, died at the age of 67. Uh, so the NRA, and I say rest in peace to those people, the NRA in Texas, Houston, Texas, only a few miles away from Uvalde, decide that they still want to go on with their gun convention in the same state three days after a mass murder of children. Shame on you, NRA. Shame on uh, Trump in this instance. Shame on Cruz for showing up and speaking. Shame on anybody who had anything to do with this convention going on. Now, I understand this, that there's logistics and people travel, people set up booths, and money is spent on airlines and hotels, etc. Sometimes in life, we have to lose money for the betterment of what's right versus what's wrong. And it seemed like nobody gave a damn. Other than a few singers dropping out, nobody seemed to care. So President Biden signed an executive order Wednesday to improve the accountability in policing. Meaning that if a police officer witnesses another police officer literally critic committing a crime, which you we shouldn't even need an executive order, they have the legal obligation to do something to step in or they will also be charged as an accomplice in the same crime that the other cop is committing. Now, when they took the oath, that oath was to stop all crimes, not just crimes from civilians, non-uniformed people, but it should have also embodied all criminals. And if you see a man kicking somebody who's unarmed for no reason, just because he has a badge, he's committing an assault. It's your job to do something about it. So we got Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi. Dude is 82 fucking years old. 82 years old. He gets arrested and charged with a DUI. 82 years old, and you don't know better than to not drive while under the influence. I don't give a damn if it was one glass of wine or 15 beers. This man has more than the means and opportunity to have a driver. He probably has a security detail being Nancy Pelosi's husband. He should know better. There is no excuse for you me or anybody to drive while impaired or under the influence. There are Ubers, there are cabs. There's also the option. Think about this crazy ass option. I can go where I'm going 
and I don't drink. That's also an option. I don't drink. If I'm going to turn the keys on automobile, what about me not drinking? I have never drove drunk. I have never drove under the influence at all. Sometimes they say never say never. I'm telling you, never will I do that. Never will I stand in front of a judge and have to explain myself that I harmed a human being because I couldn't control my urges to put alcohol in my system while controlling a 3,500-pound killing machine, possibly, in the hands of somebody who's not thinking straight. So this leads us to this. We have four teens in Texas uh, two of the 17-year-olds is Nathaniel Montalengo and Barbito Penjada, and plus two unnamed juveniles. They, right the same week in Texas, same state, they threatened to shoot up a school there. So somebody was nice enough, fortunate enough, wise enough, smart enough to say, you know what, I've seen these posts, I'm turning these kids in, let the Lord deal with them. So We'll see what becomes of them. Now, they have made themselves targets for the rest of their lives that they might do criminal terrorist act. So their lives will never be the same. And then, sadly, in Florida, you had a 10-year-old. I'm going to say that again. A 10-year-old, Daniel Marquez. He's arrested for sending text messages threatening a mass shooting at his elementary school. So this little boy is handcuffed, led away by police. He's 10 years old, but because he is sending threats and we can't ignore anybody, there is no age limit because parents are irresponsible. Parents don't want to parent. They're putting guns in the hands of 10, 12, 13 years old. I did a show not so long ago about a company that actually is targeting AKs for juveniles where you progressively go up. You start with them with one bullet, and then you have a clip that has three bullets, and the next clip has five bullets, and then I... ...an AR meant to fit children. This is for 12 and under, but this, this is... So Daniel Marquez is going to probably have to spend the rest of his life, and he's only 10, getting counseling, being observed, making sure that he's no threat to society. And you know what? Maybe he could have avoided this. He thought it was cute or whatever. But you know what? His parents need to see who and what. First of all, would you want as a parent know who the fuck is my kid sending text messages to? Every day, I need to see your phone, baby. I need You're 10 years old. You're not supposed to be texting anybody i don't know so i watched a little bit of tv this week and uh this is the show about the drag ballroom community called legendary and they've been releasing three shows they released three shows last week three shows this week three shows next week and then the finale will be the week after it it's very good it's very entertaining it's a look into a world that we don't normally see uh these are over the top uh homosexuals uh transgenders etc and but they're fun the the way the show is done is done and fun the language is adult so i I can't really recommend it to little uh young kids but it's just a, a look 
I love looking behind the curtain, seeing behind the veil of things that I don't normally get to see. And so I appreciate this show. Better Call Sal mid-season finale was this week and how it was killed. Lilo is just moving around the world, which makes no fucking sense. He's back in New Mexico. This is an internationally wanted criminal who's been in Germany. He's been in Mexico. He's back in the U.S. Nobody's looking for him. He is on a federal case. He actually ran away from a federal jail and uh, he's out on bail and just scoundered and nobody's looking for him. This dude is just running around like if he's having a time of his life. The ultimate fight has been outstanding. The ultimate fight is just a good show. Uh, there was a sister on the show last week who I thought was just a plant to begin with. She was 20 pounds overweight. There was no way that she was going to make weight in a week. She had COVID. She just lost a baby. So she was replaced, and these two other women had a pretty decent fight. Then I come to the blacklist. So the blacklist season ender for season nine ended, and it was Marvin and Red. Marvin uh, released some information to the underworld about Red, and that's going to be, I guess, the basis of next year's storylines. I'm hoping that the blacklist, which is fading badly, it's on life support that next year is it that they say season 10 let's go away especially since the people who played aram and park have left the show they will no longer be returning so there will be new squad members at a very late date and time in the show who don't really know reds how he operates how he functions so it's going to be interesting for the first couple of episodes just to see how they blend into the cast, how they blend into what he's doing. And for those of you who like reality shows, especially cooking reality shows, Master Chef has returned. They're doing their auditions. These are returning people. So if you watch the show, these will be faces, some of them that you remember from prior seasons. So that should be good. And I also looked at a documentary called Look At Me, Triple Extension. Remember the rapper that was murdered about four years ago from Florida? Well, he was interesting. And for some reason, this kid has reached cult status with the rap communities, young emo type trap rap kids. I mean, like he has like over a billion views on YouTube and such. But he was a very troubled young man, a very violent young man. Uh it was a very confusing documentary to some points because every time somebody would speak up for him and say that he was changing, the very next scene, they would show him doing something that was kind of crazy. It just seemed like he he had mental health issues that he did not address because he refused to take medication. And I thought it was kind of ironic that when as the documentary was going off, it was a song by somebody else who has mental issues that they hate to address named Kanye West, so they played a song by them. But I would say that if you don't know a lot about Triple Extension, you will learn some things, and it makes it quite interesting. At least you'll know why he had the success that he had, because I'm, gonna, I'm not going to bullshit you. He was playing in front of massive crowds. He wasn't playing in some fucking um, uh, little bar with 200 people. He was literally playing at festivals with thousands of people watching him. 
Raw and SmackDown were outstanding this week. I, I don't know why people have any issue with what's going on in Raw and SmackDown. I, I think they're very good shows. I wish Randy Orton uh, health takes a turn for the better. His back might have been injured. It looks like they're going to put Riddle with uh, Nakamura. That should be an interesting tag team. So last night, or say this morning, I watched AEW's Double or Nothing from Las Vegas. AEW is inundated with groups. Everybody's in some group of three or four. I mean, how many fractions does this wrestling organization have, including... uh, McGill, uh, the uh, d- the female champion, she hangs out with the baddies, and there's like three of them plus a dude who popped up. Now, my only problem with this pay-per-view, which I thought the crowd is trying to think that they're an ECW crowd. They're trying to rebirth the screaming and hollering and having chants. But the announcing team, Jim Ross and Shavante, Tony Shavante, were horrible. They kept making it seem like everything that they've seen in the ring had never been done before. They was alluding to wrestling exists outside of AEW, but then again, it really doesn't. They don't want to call themselves sports entertainment. They want to act. Moxley wants to act like this is real wrestling, which it's not. We know that it's entertainment, and he shouldn't be, anybody there should not be playing with anybody's intelligence. We understand the soap opera wrestling, and that's why fans watch it. Do I wish that AEW has success? Sure, because there's options. Everybody's not going to like the same exact thing. Some people like One Life to Live, and some people like All My Children, and that's just the way it goes. So if people have more options to enjoy themselves, I'm all with it. Am I going to be an every week watcher of AEW? Impossible. Um, when you make a person like CM Punk your champ, and this whole thing, the cornerstone of this business was supposed to be to give indie guys the chances and shots to be on national TV and be the champions of this place. And now you're pulling a WCW by literally doing nothing but bringing in former names and giving them the spots, it makes no sense. You know, it's nice to see that Jericho doesn't have a belt, but Jericho had the belt. It's not It's not nice to see that CM Punk has the belt. Uh, because why not leave the belt with a hangman page and let him build the company and let CM Punk be the dude who chases the champion. But now... He's going to be the face that runs the place. And isn't that what Hall, Nash, and Hogan did when they went to ECW? Uh, Randy Savages? I mean, the established names. I mean, this is the same thing that, say, a person like Jericho ran away from back in the day. Now he's going to sit back because the money's good and act like this is not an issue? What about the young dudes who bust their humps and ring a bone there? And these damn... um bingo halls and school gymnasiums this was supposed to be their chance you know there's no need to have stings around at damn near 60 really it, it enough is enough let them move on i still have not got to a chance to listen to kendrick lamar mr morale and the big steppers hopefully by next week i'll do it but as you could tell i'm not in a huge rush 
And congratulations to the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics for making it to the NBA Finals. The NBA Finals kick off Thursday. I am taking the Celtics to win this series in seven. I have been seeing the Celtics for a while. I cannot change my mind at this point in time. Will the Warriors be easy? Hell no. The Warriors have championship pedigree. The Celtics have never been there. They, they're to a degree babies, and then they also have veterans like Al Horford. But they have every opportunity. They have the defense, I believe, to hang in there with Marcus Short and Williams to give the Golden State Warriors everything they want plus more. Now, will things change if any major person gets hurt say a tatum or a steph or clay yeah that will shift the series and so if everybody stays healthy which is what i'm hoping for i'm taking the celtics and seven man if you know somebody who's struggling with some shit and they are saying some really ridiculous outlandish ludicrous stuff get on top of it don't wait to two days later to be that fucking idiot talking to the media that, oh, man, I knew, but I didn't know what I should do. There's something you should do. Matter of fact, social media should be held responsible. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. They all should have a direct link on the every video that's posted where you can report somebody directly, not to them, but to the powers that be. And the United States government, we could keep sending money outside the country to help other people. If we need to come up with a whole brand new department inside this country, which is called like internet investigations, where people can look at shit instantly and see if something's credible or not, then we need to create that department. That will create jobs, that will create opportunities for people to advance. It'd be like 911 just online. So I'm going to tell you, man, do what you have to do. You stay safe because you never know. Any place is that place. So live life. Enjoy life. Breathe. Smile. Relax. Love. Touch. Eat. Just don't harm anybody that's never trying to not harm you. Leave an innocent person alone. The only person you defend yourself against is somebody that is trying to bring you or yours bodily harm. If not, live and let live. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.